Uh, now, I'm joined on uh, Zoom by singer-songwriter and producer Carlos Abril, whose track with Amelia Rose Distance I've been playing out on the show loads since I first heard it on TikTok. It was the hook that I heard, and I was like, who is this, and what is this song? Because it's fantastic. And I've been trying to get to have a chat with him for quite a while, and I was off with, with blasted COVID for ages, but I finally am managing to talk to you. So good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? I'm fine, thanks. Whereabouts in the world are you? I'm actually in Spain. I'm based in Spain. What were your earliest musical influences, Carlos? I think probably my earliest influences were, I'd say, John Mayer, probably. My brother used to listen to him a lot, and I discovered it through him, and I just loved his playing, and I I loved his, uh, all his songs, his previous albums, other influences as well, more on the Spanish realm. Jorge de Exler, my parents always listened to him. So we would always listen to him in the car. You know, it was this singer-songwriter, played the classical guitar super well, and he's just awesome at uh, writing music and lyrics. And uh, yeah, I would say mainly John Mayer, yeah. And when did you pick up the guitar? I started playing, I think, when I was seven. Uh, I got my first guitar then, and then, yeah just um kept playing on my own trying to learn things on my own and yeah here we are still trying to learn more and is there anybody else uh, musical in the family or is it just you my brother the one that was talking about like before he actually played the guitar before me and my cousin also played the guitar my cousin is actually left-handed like me but you know that's irrelevant both of them play the guitar and when i was a kid um, you know, we would always kind of meet together in my grandma's house. My brother and my cousin played and I loved it. I just wanted to play as well. And because I was left handed, I happened to sometimes pick up my, my cousin's guitar and I just I loved it. So I wanted to do that, too. Do you remember the first song you ever wrote? First song I ever wrote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the first song I ever wrote was actually in Spanish. It's yeah. not it's not like um, I removed it from all the sites a long time ago. I released it in 2020, I think, and uh, it was called Latidos. It means heartbeats. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I... <laughs> and then you went, no, I don't want that one anymore. I've, yeah. I've, yeah. Different kind of style for you. I, the thing is, from the very beginning, I knew what I wanted. I wanted to be in that soul kind of place. But from the very beginning, when I started seriously, you know, taking this seriously, um, I think I, it was just hard to really envision what I wanted to do. And the song was okay. It was kind of like um, pop, soul, but more pop. Mm. Um, kind of very inspired by John Mayer, all his records like Battle Studies. And it was just very nice, but it was nice, but just um, not what I really wanted. Mm. And, and that was that happened with the first like two or three songs. Even even the first two songs I actually have on Spotify right now, I, I still feel like... They don't really belong there, so I'll see about that. But it took some time shaping what I wanted to do, and slowly I feel like, you know, I'm I'm doing things. I don't want to just stick to one thing, but uh, main for now, yeah, it's where I'm at. So when you start the songwriting process, do you get a beat going, you get the guitar, do you get the lyrics, melody, or is it different every time you write something? Usually it's a drum beat. I usually, I'm very, I always like percussive things. I always try and make beats with my mouth and record them on the phone when I'm not like working and um, it's always with a beat, you know, I always just lay out drums. I always like the feel of them. I have an idea of, you know, the type of, of vibe that I'm going with. And then after that, I usually lay a melody and if I'm feeling it and I think the song has, or the idea has potential, then I kind of start writing over it. I, I don't recall a time where I've written lyrics before. I mean, sometimes I've written lyrics that I'm like, oh, I have an idea already. I just haven't put it 
um, and I haven't worked on it on the laptop. And then I work on it, and the lyrics were kind of written, so I just try to find a way to fit them in. But usually, it's it's the the melody and the rhythm. Usually, I ask this of every musician. Um, so, do you ever feel like a song is gifted to you from the universe? Sometimes a song comes through, seems to come through you onto the page really quickly, and you think, "Where does it come from? Does that ever happen to you or not?" Yeah, I have. There's, you know, many times where there's this song that I'm stuck with, and maybe the chorus is not really said, and uh, I just don't feel very inspired. And anything that comes to me. Just doesn't really inspire me to to keep going. But there's other times, like for example, uh, one of my previous singles, "Dancing in My Room," that I I did and featuring Kalena, um, that came super fast. Actually, like I I was just writing down the melody on top of the drums, and I I think I wrote the lyrics in like one or two days. And it's one of those songs that I felt like was quite um, smooth. Like I didn't really had any blockage or anything. I I was it was really smooth. You know, the whole like working process on it. And yeah, sometimes I do get those. Sometimes it's obviously tougher and sometimes it's, you know, easier. You have to write them out of your system, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Now, the track Distance, I absolutely love this track. It's with Amelia Rose. So, And yes. I heard it first off on TikTok. That little clip of the chorus just popped up when I went, mm-hmm. oh, oh, what's that? And that hooked me in um, to listen to the, to the rest of it. And then I think I got in contact with you a couple of months ago. I said, oh, could I, mm-hmm. but, you know, sounded it was like I was some sort of stalker. Can I have your track? But it's, <laughs> it's just... Um, how did you two, because she's over in the UK, she's yeah. a singer, songwriter, producer as well, as well as yourself. Mm-hmm. So how did you get together with this collaboration to get the song? So we already had worked together on a previous track. Like I, I worked with uh, this guy called Nick. He's a producer as well. And then we both were like, let's, you know, Amelia should jump on to like sing. And she did that. So we, we already had our first encounter um, like a year ago. I mean, we, we knew each other like way back, but uh, the first song we did really with, with her, including her in the song was a few months ago, like a year ago. And then in the meantime, Amelia and I were kind of talking that we should do some sort of project together that we could do um, two, three, four songs. And we were just thinking about it. Uh, we first worked on Stars, which is the first track that we dropped together. And then we decided we did we would do another track. So it was more like Stars was more uh, my production. Like I did most of that. And then on distance, it was more of her vision, you know. So on distance, she laid all the all the drums, like all the percussion. She, we, I remember, we were on a call, and she kind of just laid it. She's she's insane as well. And uh, and then I laid the melodies, and then we rearranged. Mainly, she rearranged my melodies, so I would just, you know, be like, oh, I'll play this part. Oh, this could be good on the verse, and then she's like, yeah, it could be good. Let's try like uh, instead of the verse, I make that the outro. And I'm like, oh, I didn't think of that. And she just drops them. And it fits. So she really helped orchestrate the structure. And uh, yeah, it was more of her direction in that, in that sense. Yeah, it's a really interesting song because there are changes through it and there's light and shade. It's got a lot of light and shade. The more you listen to it, the more you pick out these bits. And I really like the uh, mm. towards the end when you've got, um, uh, I think it's I'm Waiting For You, where it sort of does a breakdown. But your your vocals both are just so beautiful together and and yeah. and you find sometimes a lot of the times with a lot of music people over sing but sometimes mm. it just it, it mucks up a track because you just got this really loud vocal doing all these things all over the place and this is just so it's just such a pure vocal and the blend of you two together it just works so well 
Thank you. Yeah, we always. I feel like it's our also style, mainly my style, but I obviously her style as well. I think we both really um, get along in that sense that we like singing and just letting the track breathe. Mm-hmm. I think that's something that we've always inherently do. I, we all we always inherently do that. I feel like at least I do, and it's just nice to leave some space, you know, to fill the gaps with some other stuff or just let it breathe in general. I'm just lucky to be able to do this because my parents, you know, really believe in me and um, and I can do this right now. Mm. So it's not full-time yet. You know, I'm, I, I still have a long way to to try and make full-time, but that's why I'm working as hard as I can every day yeah. um, on new music, just to put it out and reach out more people. And also it's great because you're not only, some people can write a song, but they can't play an instrument and they can't produce, but you do the whole lot. But when you've got an independent musician, this is why it's important to listen on Spotify. If you like a track, you can download it on things like Bandcamp and pay for a song. Mm. Um, and it, it, it cause, cause it's hard, isn't it? Cause you've got to make something back, even with Spotify, even if you get a hundred thousand um, listens on Spotify, it doesn't, come back as being thousands of pounds no ideally it would i mean if that was the case then it would be great but obviously but um yeah the return is is minimal and uh usually you put out something and and then some people are like oh like what's next and it's Mm. like it it just takes time you know and um also creativity like you have to factor in so many things and it's just a bit overwhelming at times where you drop something and you drop two songs that you've been working on for like three months, maybe for a long time. And then people digest it really quickly. And they're like, oh, you know, like, when are you dropping more stuff? And it's like, yeah. I, I'm going to drop more stuff. But yeah. uh, just uh, it's a bit too much. Like, I can't go that fast. If I go too fast, then I won't make what I like, you know. Mm. And it's the idea of to keep because now people, some people still release albums, but a lot of um, people release EPs. But a lot of artists are just releasing, you know, every month or every two or three months. They're just putting out a track. And is that what you're planning on just continuing to do? Well, um, yeah, that's a bit of a tricky thing because I feel like the only reason why anyone would drop an album is if they're obviously relatively known already. Mm. Or if they have uh, some sort of contract with a label, uh, an independent like label that can help them, you know, push the the album. Um, I I don't just want to drop singles. I mean, I do obviously know that that's where if I don't have any label, that's probably the best way to do it. Drop singles every like month or some or so. But ideally, I'm working on my next project now, and um, I, it's an EP, and I would like to have uh, some sort of support. Because I feel like I would do well if I did it on my own. But I this time, I definitely want to take it a step up and try and see if there's any independent label that could help me mm. push the, the album and drop maybe like three or four uh, songs as singles and then the other X number of songs left along with the rest of the EP later, you know. Uh, if people mm-hmm. want to find out more about you and also get a download distance, it's Spotify and you're on Apple Music. And you've got Bandcamp or other places or your, your own website? Yeah, I got Bandcamp, actually. So if you just search my name on Bandcamp, you should find me. Normally, the the price of a track starts at 99 pence UK, mm. and but you can pay more. It just helps. It's weird, isn't it? Because people will buy a cup of coffee every day that costs like, mm. you know, three, four euros. They listen to a song, but they wouldn't think about possibly buying it. And we need to be able to change people's minds. So it, otherwise, yeah. music will be just for people that are rich and can afford to do it. it also, it's free to like music on Facebook and Instagram and like a post and it all helps to get you Mm -hmm. noticed and the track noticed yeah absolutely i mean it's the same thing with like 
applications and all that. My my brothers actually make uh, games. They have a company. They make games applications in general, mm. and uh, they they also struggle with that. It's like people won't pay for apps, you know, but they will buy something in the morning. They will buy some stuff, you know, and then they don't pay for an app, which has been taken care of and made carefully by some people, you know. So it's the same with music. It just feels like it's going to be tough to to make people realize that, you know. Um, what they're listening to has taken a lot of time to to do and to get done, and uh, but yeah, hopefully that can shift over time and uh, more people just yeah can contribute that way. I feel like that would be very helpful. So make us all jealous. The weather over here is absolutely pouring down with rain and it's cold. What's the weather like over there? Uh, well, right now it's kind of cloudy. There's like a bit of sun, yeah, but it's it's a little bit cloudy. But these days have been great. So yeah, oh, lucky you can't complain. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Lucky you, I'm just looking out the window to the, the, the rain and the rotten weather we always have over here. It's wonderful to finally talk to you. Hopefully next time when you've got an, uh, your next track out, please send it in and maybe yeah. we can uh, hook up with yourself and Amelia yeah. next time as well. But yeah, this, yeah, hopefully. It'd be wonderful. Thank you. It's so, you're such a talented guy. There's so much Thank amazing. Thank you very much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. There's so much amazing independent music. And if you like this track, uh, go and have a look at uh, Carlos Abril. You will find him and all the details will be up on the website later. So do you want to introduce the track? Yeah. Uh, distance. <laughs> <laughs> So my name is Carlos Abril and uh, here's my new track called Distance that I made with Emily Rose. Thank you. It's beautiful. Thanks very much, lovely. Bye-bye. Bring you back tonight Cause I caught you, mate 